Welcome to Mortgage Masterminds. I'm Richard Greaser, VP of Marketing at Sales Boomerang and Mortgage Coach. And I've got our CEO, Alex Kutsishin, uh, on the line. And I've got our guest, I'm very happy to introduce Max Lehman, CEO at Loan People. Thanks for joining us, Max. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Look, in case you don't know who uh, who we are at Sales Boomerang and Mortgage Coach, you've been living under a rock since 2017 for sure. Um, <laughs> but we got big news today. Um, uh, today, in case you're listening to this later, it's June 28th, and we came out with a big press release. It's the big announcement. Sales Boomerang and Mortgage Coach have announced that we're merged today. We've got a new CEO, Rich Harris, who we're under, and uh, we've got amazing things to give back to the industry. Um, so look, if you want to learn more about Sales Boomerang, go to salesboomerang.com, check us out. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to talk to you, and we can talk about how Sales Boomerang and Mortgage Coach can uh, can help your organization. Um, today, we've got Max. Let's focus on Max and loan people. Um, let's kick it. We don't have too much time, so let's kick right into it. Um, Max, you opened the Lehman team. Uh, Lehman team, I believe that's what it was called at first, and then loan people. Uh, January 3rd, 2020. And at the end of 2020, you had 55 to 60 employees and you mm -hmm. did five hundred and seventy-seven million dollars in volume, mm -hmm. right? That is That's correct. from one year. You got to five hundred and seventy-seven million dollars in volume in twenty twenty-one. Eight hundred and thirty-five million dollars in volume. Correct. Why don't you just tell us how this happened? Right, you work with your wife. We all got to know how did this happen. <laughs> so Lehman team, you know, I've been a loan officer for twenty years, and uh, you know, long time ago, I decided I didn't want to be a branch manager, wanted to focus on my business. I uh, kind of merged with uh, another branch at a different company we were at at the time. And, you know, so around 2000, uh, 2010 is when Lehman Team formed. And, you know, we kind of grew that to about 20, uh, 20 employees, five loan officers, uh, the rest op staff. You know, uh, I've been a part of some good companies over the, my 20 year career. And, um, as I watched Lehman team take off and we made some moves, I just kind of saw the behind the scenes about how a lot of these companies were working and, and said one too many times, if this was my company, I, you know, I would do it this way or I would do it that way. And so in 2019, I decided to uh, really go off on my own and, and start loan people. So obviously Lehman team was our first branch of loan people. And uh, we spent 2019 getting it set up. Um, we opened the doors January 3rd, 2020. Uh, you know, when we started, um, uh, we were delegated uh, underwriting from day one. We were an independent mortgage bank from day one. I really, um, coming from the bank world, I've always had a fear of brokering. I know there's a lot of very successful loan officers out there who do nothing but brokers. That was a little bit different than what uh, what I'd been used to. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, we, we opened up as an independent mortgage bank and uh, really just took off from there, you know, we took our platform that Lima team used with marketing and different things and have opened that up to loan officers that want to join us. Um, you know, the idea of the company is we're an entrepreneurial minded flat level organization. So, you know, branch managers that want to come on and, and bring their branches, uh, loan officers that want to come on and join, join a branch or be their own individual branch. Um, that's really what we are. We, we try not to have uh, regional managers, area managers, divisional managers, all the different things that add up to higher interest rates on your P&L. Um, you know, we've really tried to create something where good quality technician loan officers who know how to uh, originate a loan well from start to finish and don't want anybody bothering them. That's the platform that we are. You know, we're, we've got a great support staff. We're here to help when someone 
needs something or has a scenario question or putting something together. But you know, otherwise, we're not we're not here to micromanage anybody and and really try to put all the profits back into the branch versus keeping them at the corporate level. Quick question, Max. Like uh, a lot of organizations start like you do. Mm-hmm. But most organizations don't up having the success you have. Mm-hmm. Is, the, is the secret just being an open platform, open-minded? Because it sounds like there's a little bit more. Yeah, well, I think it's, I think it's a couple of things, right? Like we, we like to call what we've built. We, 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 uh, our motto is flow blow is what we call it. For loan officers, by loan officers, right? And, you know, oh. I've, I've been a loan officer for 20 years. Um, you know, Max Lehman Lehman team was the, we were top 10 in the nation, um, you know, the last 10 years, um, top number one in Texas, uh, and in Austin and, and that same time frame. you know, it's, it's, it's about customer service, which we all know is important. Uh, it's a, it's about your knowledge, uh, and your ability to actually put a loan together. Anybody can take a W2, uh, hourly earner or salaried earner and put that loan together. But how do you deal with the tough things? You know, what if they don't have the right income? Uh, what if they don't have credit depth? What if they don't have enough money? There's a lot of different things that come into play. And how good are you at putting those pieces of the puzzle together? Fortunately, um, I've found my calling in this business and I, I am very good at putting loans together. I, I would venture to say I'm one of the best. Um, I've taken that. I've taught my team how to how to do things and look at things the way that I would. Obviously, you know, when something comes up, I'm here to look at it and review it. But then all the other loan officers and branch managers that we're bringing on, same thing. You know, I'm I'm the CEO. I'm I'm the head of sales. You know, we have uh, meetings every week, uh, optional meetings. We call it we call it study hall, uh, where we let guys every all the loan officers just get on a, a Teams call since we're kind of all over and just talk about what you're seeing. How did you fix this problem? What wins did you have? What are you having trouble with? Um, but I've got an open door policy. And, and so when someone is struggling with something and, and how do you put something together? Um, you know, that's, that's, I'm, I'm here to help. Uh, and that's, that's the part of the job that I, I don't think I'll ever stop loving that, that, that putting the pieces of the puzzle together. But I think it's a combination of that and then being transparent. Um, transparency is really, really big. Um, you know, I've, I've worked at some companies where I didn't realize until after the fact that they were actually pretty good at some things. They just were not very open and transparent about how they were presenting the information. And everybody felt like there was something more going on behind the scenes. Um, you know, we, we put our purchase advices in the system. Any loan officer can go in there and see the purchase advice at any time. You know, we get on and uh, go over financials with branch managers uh, every month. You know, we do a fully allocated P&L. So the branch manager is seeing all the revenue coming from a loan. And then, you know, we take our corporate allocation piece from that, but the branch manager knows exactly what they're Full paying. transparency. Full transparency. It's the only way to do it. Um, I couldn't agree and, more. You know, so th- I, think it's, I think it's those two things that really, uh, really have gotten us to, to where we are, to where we are. Um, you know, we've got about 18 loan officers now. We've brought on five branches in the last year, um, looking uh, at bringing on several more this year. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where this thing goes. I don't necessarily have aspirations of being a $50 billion or $100 billion a year company. Uh, I, I really care more about quality and uh, employee happiness. You know, yeah. so that's, that, that's what's really important to me. But you definitely have a goal. Like, I remember you told me the five-year goal, right? 
yeah, yeah. You know, we want to get to five billion, and uh, we'd like to be at five billion in five years. And can we build something that is scalable to get to ten billion in ten years? You know, that's 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 the goal. That's the metric. Maybe we get there. Maybe we don't. You know, I, I think that um, volume is always a metric that obviously we have to look at in this industry because it's it's how we get paid. But you know, I think what can be a little bit more important than just volume is is quality and happy. You know, so that's well. We definitely know that you've made it already because you said you saw someone, a homeless person walking around Austin with, uh, with a hoodie. So, so you got that feather in your cap, man. That's some serious yeah. street cred. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's funny too. I used to be uh, very pre-pandemic. I, I, was, I wore a tie every day. Um, loan officers needed to dress like bankers. Uh, I had kind of been shipped at by my operations staff at that point that, okay, maybe processors can wear jeans to the office and that's okay. But I really, in my mind felt like we needed to be, we're bankers and we're dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars. And uh, you know, you need to act as if play the part. Right. Um, and for me, I started, I started as a loan officer when I was 20. So I had to, I had to, figure out ways to appear older because I was great on the phone. But then when that loan officer, when that customer came in to take a loan application, I knew that look on their face where this baby, <laughs> this guy's too young. He's a baby. He can't help me. Um, yeah, who, who's going to help you do this, Max? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you go ask somebody? And I had a few. Yeah. Can you go ask one of those other guys if what you're saying is right? Um, <laughs> fortunately, I was actually, I very quickly became the one those guys came to. Right. Um, that was the, you, you had to, right? You had to be like, look, I, I, I'm the guy. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. it's, and so, so that was always the thing. And then, you know, the pandemic hit and um, it was like, okay, we're not seeing customers. And so, you know, I kept coming in the office, a few of us, and I wore a t-shirt every day and, uh, you know, wore a hat every day. And uh, sometime around that October, I realized, well, and then also I wanted everybody to be in the office. I was very anti-remote employee. Uh, then all of a sudden, everybody had to go home. Um, and I realized people uh, are are just as productive, if not more productive from home in some cases. And, uh, you know, customers aren't doing business with a tie or T-shirt. You know, they're doing business with an individual that's competent and qualified to help them navigate whatever situation they go through. So, uh, you know, we... we uh, we, I, you know, I stole it from another uh, well-known company out there and, and um, decided we're a t-shirt, a remote t-shirt company. And, uh, you know, now we've got uh, loan officers every day when we're on all of our calls. Everyone's in loan people t-shirts all the time. And it's, Love it, it's comfortable. It's comfortable and great, right? Like this is a super, super stressful business. And uh, at least you can be comfortable while you're stressed out. Well, I think I think this work from home and it goes with what you believe in, Max. You just said very clearly your employee happiness is key, is like what, that, how they feel. And I think the pandemic created a situation where, for the first time in history, this concept of work-life balance became a reality. Mm -hmm. right? I, I did not miss one dinner during COVID. Yeah. Not one. Yep. I did not miss 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 one uh, come coming home from school moment. I did not miss not anything. Right. Even if they were running into my office and interrupting a conversation, which became a cool thing to experience too, the work life balance became a real thing. And you're right. People started getting more productive We had people that woke up normal mm, seven o'clock in the morning. They're like, I don't have to drive anywhere. 
I'll just start looking at stuff now. All That's of a sudden, right. they're, they're on at 7.30 in the morning, and if they wanted to stop at 4, they could, but they're home if, I, if we ever need to. So it truly did create this balance um, that I think the, the, the professional industry has been preaching but mm-hmm. has not been able to be successful and all of a sudden overnight. We're, when I we're, think you see a lot of companies too now with this, everybody has to be back in the office kind of deal. And, and I'm not here to tell anybody how to run their company or what to do. And certainly there are some jobs where you need in-person employees to be there. Um, but I think it's, I think this new world that we're in is here to stay. And uh, you know, you've got to allow people to be happy at work, you know, especially here, it's always grind, grind, grind all the time. Give me the most do it, you know, and if you can let people be relaxed and, and comfortable, they're happier. I've got an employee who I never know where in the country she is. Sometimes she's in Austin. Sometimes she's in Colorado. I never know. Uh, you know, sometimes she's other places. It doesn't matter. You know, mm. she logs on, she, she handles business. It's great. You know, so it's, that's, that's really what we're about now. Well, I think it's important just to piggyback on what Alex said. Sales Boomerang was the fastest growing mortgage tech company last year and and our and and number 101 overall in Inc 5000 tech companies. So you can That's be awesome. remote, you can be wearing t-shirts all day and still grow a super huge valuable like the most valuable mortgage tech company at the same time. So pretty awesome, I think. Um, yeah, that's that's amazing, and congratulations on your uh, on your merger and your success. By the way, that, that's that's thank really you so awesome. much. Thank you. It's it's been it's been an amazing ride, like like yours already. You've you've started off with a bang, and it takes you know team team uh, members like like Richard and and an industry that is was was hungry for something that that they've been thinking about for for a long time, just has not been able to be executed. And so, I I, I do I do like to say that it was the right time, right place, and it was bound to happen and we were just the lucky ones that brought it to the market at the right time. So it's, uh, and, and of course it does take heart to do it right. And, and that's, that's what this, this team has a lot of his heart. Like you say, you put your team first. That is, that is literally kind of been our approach from the start. That's so awesome. Well, so let's do a quick pivot. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about the business right now. Like where are you getting yeah. business from? Um, I'd like to know that you, you mentioned a couple of things to me. One of the things you said was more price decreases than new listings. What does yeah. that? What, that's the first time I've heard that. What does that mean yeah, in Austin? Mean? So um, you have more. We've got all the all the data going to the MLS, right? Uh, where the majority of houses are listed, and and you know every week there they'll put out the stats of how many new listings there are, right? And then the other thing you see is now how many actives are there. Uh, or how many pendings rather are there? How many price decreases? How many withdrawns? And you look at this chart and, and, you know, Austin's gone, uh, from roughly about two weeks or so, two and a half weeks of inventory at the beginning of May to we're, we're very close to three months of inventory today, right? So just in less than 60 days, that amount of inventory has been added at the same time, uh, People are, you've got a ton of sellers coming to the market. Rates are going up. We got to sell this house at the, even though you see all these new listings coming on, you are seeing more sellers drop their price than sellers going under contract. So that chart is now new listings, price decreases, pendings, Um, you know, and so we're at, you know, the pending levels are are lower than they've been in quite a while. And, and, you know, once people kind of get used to this new normal and, and rate stabilized, that'll definitely turn, you know, just like every other cycle, nothing's forever. 
but it's an interesting market to be in. Um, you know, as far as where we get our business, uh, you know, it's we're a purchase first company. We're primarily uh, realtor referrals. So, you know, a lot of our marketing is geared not just to our, our database uh, for our past clients, but also towards realtors and giving realtors different things of value that other companies aren't doing um, and really keeping us uh, top of mind with them. Um, you along with the, the most important person in the agent relationship. Is that what you guys do? Uh, that's, that's the goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we're, uh, it's not just here's a borrower, get him pre-qualified. It's also collaborating on how would you get this offer accepted? You know, although we don't necessarily need it right now, we did just roll out our, what's our two week closing program, right? So we'll close a loan in two weeks from contract to close. Um, you know, things like that. How do we, and then also, how do you, in this market, maybe the seller doesn't want to decrease the price, but maybe we can get them to pay money towards buying down the interest rate. Um, you know, really trying to collaborate with our realtors and be a trusted source of them. You know, different things come up with the county. How do you deal with homestead exemptions and property taxes? And what is this going to look like next year? Things that you might not think uh, a, a, a lender should know any more than a, than a realtor, but a lot of times we do because, uh, you know, it's we have to be the most important person in their world to continue to be trusted and get get those referrals and then again you and then after that of course obviously you just have to execute every time yeah i think it's i think it's so it's so brilliant of you in positioning yourself as the most important person in a relationship with an agent because i think that's missed in so many ways so many uh people believe the agent is the person at the head of the table and what they say goes and it's like, no, find a way to play as a team mm -hmm. and then see if you can inch your way ahead simply yeah. because the lowest common denominator is a lender in, in a transaction. Oh, yeah. I can totally buy a house without an agent. Totally. Mm -hmm. But most people buy houses with agents. However, we know that we have something of such value. And if you're offering programs uh, that support the, the relationship beyond the transaction, beyond, all right, now I got a house. What next? If you're offering those types of uh, supporting uh, systems, processes, whatever that is, uh, and getting the customer back and getting the customer to see you and the agent as a as as a valuable asset to them, right? Isn't that the best one? That eight when when the customer goes, I need you both. One hundred percent. And you know and the so, thing is too, a lot of guys to that point, um, especially over the last two years, people didn't get out and see agents. Right. No. And just take them for granted. Oh, just send me business. I'll close it on time. And that's OK. That's fine. But what are you doing to differentiate yourself? And then, you know, you spent your time qualifying this customer and going through the motions. Now they're under contract. Now it's time to lock in a rate. Now they're going to go online and they're going to find the guys that are working for a gross commission or a gross revenue of 25 or 30 basis points, which makes it difficult for some people to keep up. But these are just some some guy buying leads that doesn't know how to put a loan together doesn't necessarily know how to keep things smooth and close on time. But then you have that agent that's really being your advocate saying, hey, you really need to stick with my guy. It's not just about interest rate. It's about rate fees process. And all yes. of those things go together. You know, it's the old saying, uh, good, fast and cheap, but you can only pick two. Right. right. And having that agent really be your advocate and drive them back um, is, is huge. So I think one of the one of my favorite things that you said and you said earlier on was, hey, uh, 
I'm not just somebody that's going to do a loan for you. I'm going to ask hard questions. I'm going to get creative. I get loans done. Mm-hmm. Not I don't do loans. I get them done. And that's I love right. that. It's like, it's like, how do we get creative? No, you don't need this loan right now this way, but you could use it this way. Or wait a minute, you're a little earlier. Wait a minute, you're a little bit behind. Whatever it is, I like that you're willing to say no to the consumer. I don't want your business just to do a loan that's not good for you. Now, there's people that have to do a bad loan because they have to, and you can recognize that too. And so I just think it's brilliant. But how do you recruit people that have that same belief? Because there's so many loan officers out there that are like, dude, I'm I'm doing a deal. I don't care. You know, the way I would say is we're we're not a company for everybody. We're just not. You know, if it's only about the deal and not about caring about the customer and, and everybody does business their own way and that's perfectly fine. I'm not here to knock anybody. But if, if it's more important to close a deal than to take care of a human, we're probably not the right company for you. Love that. Right? It's, it's, we, can, we can do this. We can make a good living, but we can also be helping people. Um, and that blew that, my mind. I just did an explosion, but it turned out as a black <laughs> smoke. It was weird. Let's do it again. There it is. Yeah. There you go. That there you me. go. That blows my mind for real. Like, like the way, the fact that you're saying that, and it's not just lip service. You are serious. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, loan officer, don't come here. If you're in, yeah. if you're just trying to do loans and you don't really care what the results are going to be for the customer, wrong place. You chose the wrong place. It's okay, but you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. That stance, I think, has you know, we talked about what made you successful. What's making you successful? I think that has to be at the top of the list, in my opinion. Yeah, I uh, thank you. Yeah, you know, and the other thing is too that goes to all the other loan officers here, right? If you have one loan officer in here causing a lot of problems, gumming up the process, then the other guys that are over here being technicians, uh, getting things done, that's going to impact their turn times for underwriting and closing and everything else. And you know, so we've all got to be bought in. Even you know, we're all on the same team. You know, Jim might not make money off of John's closings and. Mark might not off of Amy, but it, you know, none of that matters. We're all in this together. We're all on the same team. And it, it really takes a team atmosphere for everybody, whether they're on the same team making money together or just at the same company, they've all got to play by the same set of rules and be bought in because if not everybody's successful, then nobody's successful. Look, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, cause I got to jump in a second, but I'm going to end it with this. Anyone that's listening to this, you got to buy Max's book. He doesn't even have it yet, but you got to buy his book. Here's why. (laughs) If you're in the lending space and you are telling your team, just do whatever it takes, you're losing at some point. If you're in the lending space and you have this person following this playbook, this person following this playbook, this person following this playbook, you're going to lose. This is the first industry I've ever seen where organizations allow their team to do whatever they want. Can you imagine in a Fortune 500 company? You sit down and one loan officer or one salesperson is using this CRM, this one is using that CRM, that one is using that CRM, this one is using this marketing automation, and that one is using that marketing automation. The company wouldn't be a Fortune 500 company. If you want to make lots of money consistently, okay, build a consistency in your business. Expect – sorry, i got to look over top of all this money I'm making. Um, expect your team – to follow your process or join another team. And Max just showed you that in two years, you can get to a billion dollars in, in, in business and he's not stopping. Well, while you're listening to this in 2022, everyone, while everyone else, I don't have tiers that I can, that I can play automatically, but everyone else is doing this. Max is doing this. He's like, let's go team. Don't join me unless you follow my process. We want to help people. And the business is going up and up and up. I got to jump, but my goodness, 
Richard, thank you for allowing me to join. Max, thank you for allowing me to sit in. You're killing it. I want to learn more about you. When you do write that book, I'm your first customer, and I want a signature on that book. because That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, man. It was great. Pleasure. Pleasure, Max. Thanks. Thanks, Richard. Adios, Alex. Well, look, I think that's a good uh, segue to, to, to wrap up here, honestly, Max. I think um, if there's any plug that you want to give to any loan officer that might be listening, uh, listening, go for it. Um, you know, if anybody's in the Austin area or in some of the markets that you do business in and maybe they want to learn more about you and, and loan people, this is your time, man. How yeah, please. Uh, my email is max.leman, L-E-A-M-A-N at loanpeople.com. Again, max.leman at loanpeople.com. Uh, my phone number is 512-617-5636. 512-617-5636. We are currently licensed doing business in Colorado, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Florida, uh, Tennessee, uh, and uh, New Mexico should be online in the next week or two. Um, and we're continually looking to expand, going into Washington State, um, Oregon, California, uh, you know, we're really, we want to be everywhere. So, um, you know, we'd love to talk to you guys. Uh, we've, like I said, we've got a very open, transparent pl platform, pretty much every product you could ask for. Um, you know, I don't want to lose a loan because we can't do it. Uh, so we pretty much have everything. Um, and yeah, Richard, I, I really appreciate you guys having me on today and, and, uh, it's just been awesome. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Max. Uh, we'll see you next time on Mortgage Masterminds. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and tell all your friends about the show. We at Sales Boomerang started this podcast to elevate the mortgage lending industry by sharing the kind of exclusive insider knowledge from the successes and failures of the best of the best. The foundation of every successful lender is borrower retention. Sales Boomerang is the number one fully automated borrower retention system in the industry. One in two of the biggest lending companies in the United States use Sales Boomerang to make sure they reach out to their borrowers when they need a loan, and more importantly, before their competitors do. If you want to learn more about Sales Boomerang, check us out at salesboomerang.com.